Hello. Cure. G'day. Kimmy's dad. Welcome. G'day. This is Ed's on Sean with an H. Ads is brought to you by BesideTheSeaside.co.nz I wanted to tell you about a New York festival I won about, oh, about 15, 16 years ago when I was working in Auckland. I saw a bloke called Derek Lockwood. I used to work with him in ad agencies years and years ago and he'd been transferred to Auckland and was in an account manager's role. Now, Derek, when he first came to the ad agency I was working at in Wellington, well... He was a young, young bloke straight out of university, Palmerston North, if I recall. You know, young bloke, and, and, and he was going places. He was obviously very talented, and he worked with us at the ad agency, and I guess the best way to describe him there, at that point in his career, he was the bag, the bag boy. He'd carry the bags, so uh, that's where he was starting. And we worked in this ad agency, and I've told you a few stories about this ad agency, but it was on the terrace. Right? Just before I talk about this ad I did for Derek, Let's tell you a little story about this ad agency that we both worked in, Jangles Wright, and it was about 100 metres away from the James Cook Hotel. So we're on the sixth floor, and the James Cook had about 12, 13, 14 storeys, I guess, and it was a hotel 100 metres directly across. And so we had a guy who was leaving. I better not tell you his name. We had a guy who was leaving. You remember those in the 80s where you, you... You'd have a big collection for someone and, you know, it felt like it was happening every week. Someone would come around and go, so-and-so's leaving, have you, you know, have you got two bucks? And you'd always feel guilty or, you know, if you, if you only gave two bucks, you were probably expected to give five and you know, it felt like there was one every week and I don't know if they still do that. Do, 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 do companies still do that? They go around, collect money and get a present together and then, and then there's this huge big card that you have and it sort of... Every man and his dog, you know, including the courier who, who comes in sometimes, feels like he's signed the card. And you get this card if you've ever left a company like that and received the card, and you look at it at the time. And then, well, about a month later, it's kind of buried somewhere in the house. And um, you might drag it out 10 years later and have a look at it, then, then you throw it away. Well, this bloke, back to the story, this bloke was leaving. And a few people in the ad agency, not man. I better not tell you this bloke's name because you know, well, you never know. You never know where these people end up. He might be really famous in the world and didn't want the story shared. But we decided in the ad agency that that rather than a normal sort of present, you know, like and and the card, well, we hired a day room at the James Cook for about two or three hours, and. Um, well, then we then we hired a stripper, and the stripper's job was to go to this day room at five o'clock on Friday afternoon, and well, do what she does, pull the curtains of this hotel room and take her clothes off. In the meantime, we're in the lunchroom, boardroom, whatever you call it, lunchroom, I think it was. We're in the lunchroom, and well, we're having farewell drinks for this particular gentleman, and at five o'clock. One of the creative guys, Dave, I think it was, if I recall. Dave said, right, we just now need to look out the window. And, of course, you know, there's everyone in there. There's 30, 40, the the beer's flowing, we're we're having a good time, and we're saying goodbye. Well, this woman proceeds to do what she does. She, she, She takes her clothes off. And it was quite an amazing experience, really, because, you know, it was 
no one was very very PC about it. She decided to take her clothes off in the window, and of course we're all having a beer and wine and, and shouting, and, and it's sort of a whole 40, 50 of us being voyeurs of this woman in a hotel room. Needless to say, well, needless to say it was a huge hit, and uh, I'm not quite sure what happened to that hotel room or whether a couple might have popped over there and sort of shared a beer with her or a glass of wine with her a bit after the event, but uh, it was needless to say it was a lovely half hour, and I do remember I was playing golf a little while ago, the building was the IBM building on the terrace in Wellington, and um, well, we were the ad agency kind of in the middle of the building, and I met this guy in a golf, golf, and he'd worked for IBM at that time, and he recalled this incident, where it felt like the entire 12 floors of our building were all leaning on one side, looking out the window. Well, that was a that was another one of those ad agency stories that you certainly wouldn't get away with these days. You know, you, you, you just wouldn't get away with it. Derek worked with me there, and as I said, he's gone on to far bigger and brighter things. And he was, we were both in Auckland, and he was working for Saatchi and Saatchi. And he came to me and he said, um, we've got a client um, called Angus Brute, a bubbly sort of, not a top, hardly top of the line Metho Champenois, if you best way to describe it, it was, you know, 12, 15. It was your sort of average Metho Champenois or the poor man's champagne, shall we say. And, um, well, they wanted to catch a bigger slice of it for weddings. It was already popular in certain demos, but they wanted a bit more of it. And they decided that radio was going to be the medium, that they wanted to achieve some notoriety with it. And... Uh, Derek said to me, he said, look, he said, I just want to, I just want to win an award. And for a writer like us, it's quite unusual for, A, for a client to say that. And B, when you've done a lot of retail ads, as I had at that point, it was quite exciting to just get a product, a product that all you had to do was mention their name. You didn't have to mention where they were from, you know, you didn't have to mention a phone number or anything like that. All you had to do was mention the brand. So I went to work and Derek was quite a tough taskmaster and and I think the first two concepts didn't make it through. So we kept pushing, he kept pushing. And I decided, well, if it's all about weddings, we need to sort of control that wedding. And so here's here's the ad. It won a silver in New York. Funny when you listen to ads after you've done them 15, 16, 17 years later, you can always sort of pick little holes in it production-wise and so forth and so on. But most people don't hear those. You only hear them because you, you know the ad, you know exactly how you wanted it to sound. And, well, it's come out close, but, you know, perhaps not 95% or perhaps not 100%, but then can you ever get something that's 100%? And we're our, and us creative people are our own worst enemies when it comes to that. Here's that ad. It's all for a drink called Angus Brute. And do you, Angus Brute, take this woman to love and... His name's Philip? Oh, sorry. And do you, Philip, Angus Brute... Thompson. Da- Philip Thompson. Right. And do you, 
Philip Thompson, Angus Brute. Oh, look, where are you with this Angus Brute? There's no Angus Brute. Listen, young lady, I've done a lot more of these than you have, and there's always Angus Brute at a wedding. Yep, lots of fun. Derek went on to much bigger and brighter things to Saatchi and Saatchi in New York and now runs his own design agency, a top company called Mr Wolf in Auckland. Go and have a look. And if you're ever needing some top work done, go and have a look at Mr Wolf and ask for Derek and remind him about Angus Brood. By the way, Josh from voicemedia.com.au puts all these together for me and uh, he does a great job. If you're looking for a sound engineer and want to work with a top bloke, get in touch with Josh. He's at voicemedia.com.au. Ads is brought to you by besidetheseaside.co.nz.